you have arrived at key ladders podcast this podcast is all about investing in residential rental real estate your host is william anderson experienced in all things residential rental real estate give mr anderson a few minutes of your time and he will pass along some great advice suggestions or information you can use to help build wealth after this podcast please go to keyladder.com and read our blog articles consider enrolling in one of our great courses to learn more about investing in residential rental real estate hello i'd like to talk to you today a little bit about should i manage my own short-term rental uh, this is a topic that comes up a lot on the forums and in other questions people have asked me in the past there seems to be a trend for people that are just getting in the business to just assume that they'll just buy a short-term rental and they'll manage it themselves uh, often these properties are not located anywhere near where the person is buying that property they might be two or three states away and yet they are told by lots of people who give them advice that perhaps they can in fact successfully manage it on their own all they need to do is find a local cleaner someplace that can go in and clean it and maybe they know someone that can fix the plumbing and you can get a little information there and that's all that's necessary and all of this is because they're trying to make more money or they're actually more often trying to save money in other words the margins when they do their analysis if they actually do one show that the numbers are pretty lean and the place to cut that out is that 15 or 20 percent cost for the property manager well I'm here to tell you that you need to buy a property that you can add that cost to and still be profitable and believe me they're out there because I have found them the problem with trying to manage a property on your own when you're not around and even when you are around unless you've actually done it for a while you don't understand the issues that come up people will call you at 11 o'clock at night to ask where the batteries are for the remote control it's amazing what kinds of things happen everything breaks at night it breaks on the weekends and you're gonna try to find someone that can get in there and do the work as soon as you pick up the uh, tablet or your phone and start looking on the internet to find a professional that can get in there and fix that air conditioning at nine o'clock at night those numbers just keep going up and up and up and all that money you thought you were gonna save by managing yourself just goes out the window the same if you have to send someone over there what happens when the police are called because there's too much noise and the police call you and you aren't there locally who's gonna stand in for you what the house cleaner is gonna do that for you I doubt it stuff comes up things happen as they say all the best laid plans are not going to solve some of the issues that are developed that you hope someone else ultimately will do for you for almost nothing is basically the situation you do fully understand I believe that that you can't do everything when it comes to managing it you might think that you can do the calendar and that's a big part of it and it is but the calendar is not the only thing you can do that from anywhere with your phone that's what gives you the illusion that you can probably manage the property from a long distance away and I'm here to tell you that that is strictly an illusion if you hire a property manager that knows what they're doing in that area 
you're paying them a fee, but that fee is coming from the income that's being generated through the work that they're doing. They're making sure that the property is clean. What happens when that cleaner that you hire gets sick? Who's going to go in there and do that work? Who's going to check on the cleaner to make sure that the property is clean? What happens if you have to replace that cleaner? You know, these are the kinds of considerations that you need to carefully consider when you decide to just jump for it. And the first step here is to make sure that you've actually booked that in on your analysis. Because even if you choose against this advice and the advice of many others to manage the property on your own, it's important that you calculate that you can afford to hire a property manager if you have to. Because when you do get to that point, which I believe you will, where you will have to hire that property manager, at least you know that property will be profitable for you. What happens, I think, more often is that people will buy the property, they'll cut out the property manager from their initial analysis, and it's going to come in pretty lean, and then what happens is they have to add a property manager, and then it's upside down. Then they're actually paying for the privilege of owning that property as opposed to that property generating a profit for them. Now, short-term rentals since COVID in 2022 have slowed down in some places considerably. So the income that everyone was booking on the last couple of years is a bit short in some areas that people aren't even going to any longer because they're staying at home and working or the boss requires them to come back to the office it's been somewhat devastating so people that aren't there aren't taking care of their properties now they're not being watched over now there is something to the idea that if your property is constantly being turned that there's somebody in there which helps against people breaking in and stealing everything Uh, And if you're not getting people staying at your property and there isn't anyone there watching over your property, you're in trouble. And remember, that property manager is working on a commission. So if you have a period of two or three weeks and there's no activity, that property manager is still managing your property for you, but they're doing it for free, essentially, because that's the arrangement that you have with them. It's basically when things are really good, they make a lot of money, and when things aren't so good, they make less money. But they're still responsible for that property, even when things get lean. That's the best time that you need a property manager, really, even more than taking care of that batteries for that person whose remote control stopped working at midnight or 1 o'clock in the morning. Believe me, I'm not exaggerating about these things because the property manager that I work with gets those calls and I can't tell you how many times that manager has had to go to the property to solve issues over there issues that aren't even involved with for example one time the uh, individuals came over to the property and there were so many of them with their guests they were parking on all the neighbors lawns and he had to actually go over there and direct traffic to get them away from there so that was a thing that required a person to be there on site. Also, there were times when the police were called and the police want someone to show up and be responsible and fix the problem. Too much noise or uh, domestic arguments in the house. And I haven't even started talking about the maintenance yet. Oh, the maintenance. 
the property managers, the good ones, they have a list of people that they work with that can maintain the property and they will come out at last minute notice. These aren't the normal people that work eight to five that you find on the internet, you know, where they've got the big trucks that drive around and the big fleet. Those people are usually nine to fivers. Sometimes they will do emergencies, so I don't mean to speak ill of them. But the property managers know who they can get out of bed to fix a leak someplace in the property to keep it from getting worse. They also know people, as I do, that can go in and fix, for example, an air conditioning system at 9 o'clock at night. Uh, I use a person who is available to me almost any time of the day or night. He won't do this work for just anyone, but I take care of the people that work with me. I give them referrals. They get lots of business, but I make sure that whenever I do that, my people get taken care of first. Now, I'm not a property manager, but I do own some properties, and I make sure that my property manager has access to these people uh, because I'm involved in that activity. But you are light years away. If you're more than short driving distance, you might as well be, and you need to rely on a property manager that has a whole list of people who can come out and repair that property when it's required when there is something that happens when a guest is there. And believe me, just about everything you can imagine has occurred from the lock on the door not working, having to replace the batteries there, the uh, garbage disposal not working, the picture uh, being overfilled and it, didn't, it leaked onto the floor. A lot of times these are situations the guests cause on their own, but nobody knows what that is but the property manager who have gone through this with many of their properties over and over again. They are skilled at dealing with not only the problem, but with the guests as well. And dealing with the guests is a very critical thing. If you're just starting out and you don't have experience with that, then you need to get some real quick because dealing with the guests can ruin your business if you don't do it right. If you get a lot of fours and threes and twos from the ratings on your Airbnb and VRBO instead of fives, it may be because you aren't managing the property well enough or you don't know how to manage the guests well enough to get those high ratings. There are skills involved here. That's why becoming a property manager is a full-time job and an actual profession. Another point is the accounting. Now, you can do the accounting yourself if you choose to do this by having the property manager take care of the invoices, pay the bills, take care of the cleaners, all of that. That means that those people are not your employees. You're not responsible for them. A third party's responsible. Let them take on the liability. You don't need to have that on your own shoulders. So the property manager is going to take care of all the paperwork documentation and then you're going to get a deposit into your account once a month or twice a month, whatever the arrangement is. That makes it very, very simple. And of course, the main reason for having a property manager is that if you plan to have multiple properties, unless you have a spouse that wants to take time off work and you are located near the properties, 
and that spouse wants to become the property manager, then I strongly suggest that another main reason to have a property manager take care of your properties is that you can scale up your investments. The last thing you need is to be dragged down by the work involved with property management, particularly if you're buying these properties in areas around the country, have managers in all of these areas take care of them. If you want passive income and you want to grow wealth, the way to do that is not to have lots of responsibilities dragging you down. And that's what happens with any short-term rental. So start thinking big right out of the box, even if it's your very first one, and give serious consideration to hiring a property manager at the very beginning. Even if you think you don't need one, that's really not the point. You should learn what a property manager does, all of the different aspects of it, because you have to essentially manage that manager. But it doesn't mean you have to do all of those things. I mean, you might be an attorney or a doctor or a professional somewhere that just wants the money that building wealth through vacation rentals will create. You don't want all of the day-to-day -day management responsibilities. So you create a company that owns LLCs, which in turn own these individual properties, and you have all of those managed for you, and the money just rolls uphill as those deposits are made every month by the property managers out there. You not only disperse your risks out there, you let the property manager at, that's at the local site take charge of everything and be fully responsible there, which means that if one of their cleaners gets hurt, that's their responsibility and not yours. Another really good reason, as I mentioned before, for you to just give that up and not think of it as maybe a little play thing, even if you have time today for it, if you plan to be a big time investor, you have to go for the most efficient way to do this, and that is to have a property manager do it. I'm just telling you from my personal experience, I use property managers for all of my short term rentals. The last thing I would want to do is get involved with the tenants. Uh, one thing I do like to do, because many of my properties are actually all around where I live, and I could actually do the managing if I wanted to spend the time to do it, but I like to stop by once in a while and meet the tenants. Well, I'll have a reason for doing that. Maybe I'll be talking to the property manager and he'll say, you know, they could uh, use a couple more sheets or something like that if I happen to have them. And I'll go over there. But I'll find a reason to stop by. If nothing else, just knock on the door and ask them how they're doing. I don't do it very often, but I like to do it once in a while to stay in touch. Now, you can't do that if you're not in the same area. Unless, of course, you come down and you visit. Maybe you'll have multiple properties or you stay in a hotel and you want to go over and visit the folks there. Now, this gets a little bit off the topic of property management, but it is one of the things that I do like uh, is that contact with the people that are there. Uh, I don't often hear that there are any complaints. I do ask if everything is okay, and they usually say it's fine. Uh, as sometimes they'll say something, and I'll just pass it on to the property manager. But that's another reason to have a property manager, again, is that 
you know, people will come up with things that they want, even if it's just directions to a restaurant someplace. They will call you at any hour of the night. They don't even think about it. Maybe it's because of the place they lived and the time zone they were living in before. Well, in conclusion, I think we have probably beat this to death that I have tried to convince you to hire a property manager instead of trying to do this on your own. Uh, if you need some information about this, then I suggest that you take our course, one of our courses. We have two great courses, one on investing in residential rental property at keyladder.com, and the other is on our short-term rental course. Please take that course on how to invest in short-term rentals and it'll tell you a lot more about property management, things I didn't get into here. That's not the point of this podcast. But if you take one of my courses, you'll know a lot more about how to manage that business and be profitable. Well, thank you very much for coming to the podcast, and I hope you join us with future podcasts.